Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Unpack Operation. Today, we'll be discussing the very first book in the Wings of Fire series, The Dragonet Prophecy. To begin, I will read The Dragonet Prophecy, and to follow up, I will give a list of the characters. Finally, I will give a brief summary on the entire book. Let's get right into it. As I previously stated in the introduction, I will begin by reading the Dragonet Prophecy. For those of you who haven't read Wings of Fire before, the Dragonet Prophecy is located just after A Nightwing Guide to the Dragons of Pyria, which is located after the map at the beginning of the book. Now, let's begin. When the war has lasted 20 years, the Dragoness will come. When the land is soaked in blood and tears, the Dragoness will come. Find the seawing egg of deepest blue, wings of night shall come to you. The largest egg in mountain high will give to you the wings of sky. For wings of earth search through the mud, for an egg the color of dragon blood. And hidden alone from the rival queens, the sandwing egg awaits unseen. Of three queens who blister and blaze and burn, two shall die and one shall learn. If she bows to a fate that is stronger and higher, she'll have the power of wings of fire. Five eggs to hatch on brightest night, Five dragons born to end the fight. Darkness will rise to bring the light. The dragonets are coming. Now, first things first, the when the war has lasted 20 years part isn't exactly true. The dragonets come two years early. And find the seeming egg of deepest blue. Uh, I'm not sure if that refers to anything, but maybe it could refer to that... Tsunami, the sea wing mentioned, is stolen from the deep palace, which is the night wing, the, sorry, not the night wings, the sea wing's main palace. Wings of night shall come to you. That's the very next line, and it references, and it, um, references that Starflight is brought to the Talons of Peace by Maroseer. The largest egg in Mountain High will give to you the wings of sky. Well... The wings of sky die before they could ever hatch. For wings of earth, search through the mud for an egg the color of dragon blood. Clay, the perspective that this book is in, he is the um, he is the wings of earth, and the reason that his egg is the color of dragon blood. Well, not the reason, more like the cause is that he has fireproof scales, and hidden alone from the rival queens, the sandwing egg awaits unseen. This is um, told about, this tells how Sunny's egg, the sandwing, um, she was found just lying around in the desert, and only because Dune remembered that her mother put her there. Um... Of three queens who blister and blaze and burn, those are actually the three queens' names. Two shall die and one shall learn. Well, yes, two do die, but not due but due to the war, but not due to fighting. If she bows to a fate that is stronger and higher, she'll have the power of wings of fire. Now, this wings of fire that they're talking about is the Eye of Onyx. And what's really cool is that it does look like it has wings of fire, so 
Don't know how the Nightwings knew that, though. It's supposed to be like a closely guarded Sandwing secret. Five eggs to hatch on brightest night, five dragons born to end the five darkness will rise to bring the light. Okay, so that second to last line me is referencing how the Nightwings um, are ultimately in control of this all, of all of this. It's, it's basically their master plan. Now, of course, they didn't kill Queen Oasis, but they might as well have if they're doing all of this just to get their way. I mean, they basically give Blister all she needs to win. Uh, all that they ask for in return is to have her army, when she wins, to go and attack the rainforest so they can live there. Um, and then the dragonets are coming. The last line. And... That's all for the prophecy. So, moving swiftly on, I will now get list the characters and describe when and where they come in. Now, please do not complain about me speaking very quickly, listing these characters, because there's a lot, so I want to list them and then like get through them as fast as possible. Alright. Hifter, Burn, Clay, Kestrel, Tsunami, Sunny, Starflight, Glory, Webs, Dune, Morrowseer, Mushroom, Queen Scarlet, Peril, Horizon, Fjord, Cattail, Reed, Sora, Pheasant, Marsh, Umber, and Blister. Yes, that is quite a lot, which makes sense because this is the first book. They introduced a lot of characters, but they introduced two in the prologue and one in the epilogue, so... I think that's a bit much for a prologue and epilogue. Because the other books I've read, they don't actually introduce the characters. They just reference them and like give scenes of them doing stuff, but without giving their names. Alright? Now, when and where they appear. Hivitor appears in the prologue, and he dies in the prologue. <laughs> He is killed by Burn, who also appears in the prologue, and Burn, in the prologue, kills the Skywing Egg. Clay, he appears in the literally the very first paragraph of the very first chapter. Kestrel appears later in that chapter, because Clay is fighting him as like a te- er, her, um, Kestrel, um, as a test, I guess, battle training. Tsunami enters, which is when she is she appears, and basically rips one of Kestrel's scales off. Um, Sunny appears in the chapter after that, when she scares Clay. Starflight appears close soon after, because when they are studying, aka doing a play of the... Events that caused the war of of the Sandwing succession. Glory is also introduced soon after. Um, Webs is introduced whenever um, Clay and Tsunami go into the Guardian Cave to to eavesdrop on them. Dune is also also referenced then, or appears then. Marasir comes in the next day, and then he appears. Now. Soon after this, Clay and Tsunami escape, and then they see Mushroom. Now, they don't know that this scavenger's name is Mushroom, because the only reason that you know his name is if, is if you've read 
the Legends Dragon Slayer because um, Mushroom is one of the main characters. He tries to steal treasure from the from the Skywing Palace, hence the fact that Mushroom is currently holding a bag full of treasure whenever they see him. And he does die later when Queen Scarlet appears and bites off his head. But the funny thing is, is that whenever he stole his treasure, um, Rowan, the sister to Leaf and Ren in the dra- in Dragon Slayer, um, actually wishes that a dragon bites off his head. And guess what? That does happen. So coincidence or not um queen skull is is introduced next as i said peril is introduced a while after um time wise because whenever the um whenever clay and tsunami escape queen scarlet and free their friends and everyone else queen scarlet actually follows them then they are imprisoned to go to the skywing palace to be imprisoned <laughs> And Peril is like, hi, I'm Peril. Um, Horizon is introduced when Peril fights him. Fjord is introduced when Clay fights him. He dies in the next chapter due to Glory's magical death spit. Cattail is introduced when they when Clay is searching for his parents. Cattail apparently sold Clay for two cows. Uh, Reed, Sora, Pheasant, Marsh, Umber are introduced a while after they find... No, not a while, like, soon after they find Cattail, because they're like, Hey, what do you do? And, like, well, they're not exactly like that, but kind of. And they're like, uh, hi, Clay and Glory, because they went to find Cattail. Now, Glory is a Rainwing, obviously, so, um, she's not a Mudwing, so, awkward. But, um, and then... They turn out to be really kind toward Clay because guess what? He's their long-lost brother. And then finally in the prologue, Blister is introduced. Now I'm going to give a summary on the entire book. It might just be really close to what I already said. Alright? So, Hiviter, he comes in. He's stealing an egg from the Skywing Palace. Burn intercepts him. Before he can go into the... Before he can be safe in the ravine. Well, not exactly safe. Because it's good that he was captured. And don't quote this. I'm not meaning that it's good that he died. It's good that he was captured. Because then he didn't lead Burn to the others. Which um, actually let the story happen. Um, After that, Burn is introduced. She kills him and the Skywing in the Skywing Egg. Clay is finally introduced, thinking that he is not cut out for the for the prophecy. He is currently fighting Kestrel, and Tsunami soon enters and basically rips out one of Kestrel's scales. Sunny comes in later, in the next chapter, and jumps on Clay, saying, Aha! He is scared, and then he's like, No! What did I do? And then Sunny says... Oh, that was my fierce hunting cry. And I'm just like, what? Um, but anyway, Sonny is introduced, and then soon they go to study, a.k.a. doing a play. 
Um, Starflight says that this is not proper studying. He does appear then. Glory says... Well, after that, Starflight says, maybe I should just read to everyone. And Glory's like, oh, please no. Whenever we're actually trying to fall asleep, do that. Um, which is really funny. Um, Webs is introduced after Marosir comes by. He doesn't actually come by yet. He just come, comes by for the Guardians and says that he's going to be visiting the next day. So then Webs and Dune are talking in the in the uh, Guardian cave when Clay and Webs or when Clay and Tsunami spy on them. Marosir comes in the next day and he is very mean toward so many of them, especially Glory. Apparently, because she's not a Skywing, she is not cut out, in, like, in his eyes. So, basically, he tells the Guardians to kill her. Uh, wow. Honestly, I totally didn't see that coming from someone like Marosir. <gasps> um, anyway... So then he pulls Starflight aside for a quick chat and basically tells him that he's, like, a disgrace because he has no powers. And fun fact, none of the um, Nightwings actually do have powers, so that's kind of ironic, I guess. Um, Mushroom. <clears throat> Wait, sorry. Then after that... Um, Clay and Tsunami decide that they have to escape to save Glory. So, then, <clears throat> sorry, they try, they are about to escape, but then, um, Kestrel comes along and basically binds Tsunami in chains, because they know that she's the only one that can definitely survive the Underground River. So then Clay decides to take the chance and goes into the Underground River to save Glory. Now, he does go, but eventually Tsunami breaks free of the chains <coughs> and escapes and goes into the Underground River to catch up to Clay. She does, but the funny thing is, is whenever they go <coughs> find a waterfall and try to fly off, Tsunami had dislocated her wing, so she can't fly. And this happened because she was trying to escape. And then, Clay saves her, he basically shoves her wing back into the socket, and then this is when Mushroom comes along, obviously they don't know that his name is Mushroom because it's a scavenger, they can't communicate. Uh, but then if you think that, then you should read it, um... Wings of Fire, Legends of Dragon Slayer. Um, so, after that, Queen Scarlet comes along, basically bites um, Mushroom's head off because he stole her treasure. Um, <coughs> sorry. And then she basically tries to capture the Dragoness because they're, like, top prize. If, like, because every, like, so many people want them dead. Because they are the Dragonettes. Nobody wants the Dragonettes to ruin um, the war. <coughs> so, they escape by stabbing the sword that the, that the scavenger was carrying into her tail and then fleeing. Okay. After that, um, then they arrive at the canyon in which their um, 
underground cave is supposedly located. <coughs> Sorry, bro. I have, like, the worst cough today. Um, and they do find the cave after searching for a little bit. There's, like, this giant boulder, and then, and then Clay finds a stick under the boulder, so he moves it, and then the boulder moves. <coughs> Bro. Okay. Then Queen Scarlet had actually followed them, captures everyone, so they go to the Sky Palace and are in the Sky Prison, except for a few people. For one, Dune is killed... Kestrel is imprisoned in a special, like, top enemy number one prison. Sunny is put into a cage <coughs> for Burn to come and get, because Burn collects weird things, and Sunny apparently counts as a weird thing because of she has no tail barb. Um, let me think. Glory is put into, like, this framework tree thing as, like, art. Um, and then the others are just put into the normal sky prison. Peril comes along and talks to Clay. Now, of course, neither of them know that Cl that Clay himself has fire scales, but <clears throat> he does. So, eventually they will fight, or they will at least touch each other. Um, now... Horizon, he fights Peril literally right after that. He dies. Fjord fights Clay. And Glory, she kills him in the next chapter with her magical death spit. Or venom, <coughs> as the Rain Wings like to call it. <coughs> um, and then, after that, then, while they are trying to escape... Peril is helping them escape, but then she goes back and betrays them, and then Clay is forced to fight <clears throat> Peril. But before um, Clay grabs Peril and tries to shove her away to save her from Queen Scarlet, because if Queen Scarlet was there and found that Peril was helping them, then, well... Actually, nothing would happen, because guess what? She has fire skills and is practically invincible. Um, <coughs> okay. Sorry. So then, eventually, after they fight, um, Peril realizes that she relies too much on her fire scales to win. And because Clay has fireproof scales, he, he would beat her in terms of raw skill. Because Peril wouldn't really have any skill if all she had to do was touch someone to kill them. I mean, <clears throat> if you were able to just touch someone and kill them, would you really practice having to actually kill someone with skill and strategy? I don't think so. Um, so then, after that, they do escape eventually. And... Then they swim along the Diamond River. I, I don't know exactly what it's called. But they swim along there, and then eventually they come to the Mud Kingdom. At 
a recent battle site because they can determine that because some of the fires are still burning. <coughs> Apparently, it was a fight between ice wings and and uh, mud wings. And this is where. <coughs> oh my gosh. This is where Clay's sister Crane died. Now he doesn't know that. He discovers that later. Um. And then they find an officer because they are looking for Clay's mom. I probably should have mentioned that. He says, oh, Cattail? Yeah, she lives just over yonder. Not in those exact words, but like, sort of. Now, they do mention Atala first, and then she, and then the, and then the captain, the Mudwing captain that they talk to is like, oh, Cattail's sister. Yeah, she's like, Cattail lives over there. Um, and this, whenever they find Cattail, they, Cattail tells them that Atala is dead. Wait, I don't even know if that's the right name. Wait, I have to check it. Um, bro. I feel stupid for not checking it. I don't know. Uh, I really hope I was doing the right name. Uh... Oh, Asha. Oh my gosh, I got the wrong name. So it was Asha. That was the right name. Alright. I think that Atala is someone else. Yeah. Alright. Anyway, Cattail tells them that Atala is dead. They turn to leave, but then before they do, I guess... Well, the Cattail <coughs> tells them that she, sold, that she sold clay for two cows first. And then they turn to leave. But then Reed, Sora, Pheasant, Martian, Umber come and basically stop them to confront them about Clay being their long-lost brother. That goes well. And then <coughs> in the epilogue, <coughs> Blister kills Kestrel. And then that is basically the entire book in a nutshell. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and I am hoping that I put out more videos in the future. But for now, this has been the Unpack Operation, hosted by yours truly, Jonah Tischler.